Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. It's going to be like a Gadget Wednesday. I don't know if this is the theme. We probably won't be able to have one every Wednesday, but this Wednesday is definitely Gadget Wednesday, especially when I found out that Ford have got a latest patent. Do you say patent or patent? Let's go with patent, all right? So Ford have got a patent for a Batman-inspired unicycle that you can assemble after you jack up the car and disconnect the wheel. It's a bit like the Bat Pod that you see in the Dark Angel. It's a self-balancing electric vehicle, so you set the back wheel up, right? It's attached to a hub with handles, a seat and a footrest, which reside in the car's boot. And it comes with its own battery pack and suspension, and riders could reach speeds of up to 25 kilometres an hour on the contraption. It's basically just a bicycle, isn't it, really? <laughs> or an electrified bike that you get out of the boot of your car. But they think it's a great idea because it's like the two-wheeled beast of a bat pod. But some people said the logistics of the, this idea isn't fantastic because what you've got to do is park your car, jack it up, and then you've got to get the jack system automated, remove the wheel, attach all the gadgets, and off you go. Anyway, the reason I'm telling you this, and there is a point to this, is that there is actually a patent office that works out of the UK, which looks after patents worldwide. And I've got an idea for a patent, because I've invented something, and I'm going to see how I go with this. We're calling the Patent Office Central Inquiry Unit. Please hold the line while your call is transferred to the next available operator. What I would like to do is uh, actually get a trademark on something, and I've just wondered if you could help me with it, so that, you know, obviously people don't go essentially ripping it off. Right, well, trademarks protect names, words, or logos that you're trading. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I was hoping to trademark the word the. The? Yeah, because I use it quite a lot. Uh, Have you you seen. Have you seen the car keys? Have you seen my dinner? I don't know where I left it. Is it on the table? Um, I'm going to catch the bus. And I feel that, you know, a lot of people, you know, have been using it and that's just not warranted as far as I'm concerned. It My- is quite a, a common everyday use of a word, so you wouldn't be able to use that. See, but you just said it then. If you had it protected and then yeah. people used it. Yeah, well, exactly my point. I mean, I, I, and yeah, I'm but sorry. What gives I, you the right to use that, to, to have What that gives word? everybody else the right to use it? But if it, that's if it's- why we won't let anybody protect it then everybody can use it. You used it a moment ago. I could probably sue you for that if you hadn't asked my permission. But you don't have it protected and you wouldn't Well, exactly my point, you know. Look, there goes the dog. Um, Who's got the cucumber? Excuse me, sir, you wouldn't be able to get that protected. Has anybody else? No. So therefore it's available. Nobody would be... See, you said it. The examiners wouldn't allow you to have that name protected. Who wouldn't? The examiners. Who is this examiner? Well, there's there's loads of examiners. Everybody, every day, uses the word there. Don't go using that word without my permission. Sorry, it's not your word to be protected. No, it is, it is. Right, I'm going to have to put you through to a manager. Not the manager. Okay, hold the line. No, you said the. Will you hold... Well, I can't say anything. Exactly else. my point. You see what I'm saying? Could now... you just stay on... Could you just stay online a second, please? Okay. <clears throat> How are you sleeping lately? Hot enough for you? It's going to get worse in the next couple of days as well. I haven't been sleeping well for a while. Some nights I feel so bad that I think I may as well just get out of the bed I'm in and go home and try sleeping there. And apparently 51% of Australians find it really hard to fall asleep at night. But they did some studies in the States. Dr. Clark is on the phone. Apparently you were saying that if you want to sleep better, you've got to play Guitar Hero. 
Well, basically what we found is that if people played Guitar Hero and then there was a, a period where they were able to sleep, when they were retested after 12 hours, they did significantly better than if they had a period of no sleep in between. How more increased was their accuracy? They get about an extra 5%. Right. So like, they start off at about 60%. And then, you know, after 12 hours of wakefulness, they're at about 63. And after 12 hours where they had some sleep, it was about 68. And whose idea was it to do it with the Guitar Hero? That was, that was our idea. It was my idea. Was it? Were you sitting around one and, night thinking, do you know what? I could probably make some money out of this and claim this on tax. Well, you know, that, that, that's one issue. But the other thing is, is I wanted to have a task where our research subjects were really, really motivated. And it was a fun task because some of the, the tasks that are used in this field uh, they're very basic motor learning tasks, and, and people get bored with them. We thought, you know, maybe sleep enhances uh, different types of tasks differently. So we thought we wanted a task that people would really enjoy doing, and we had to kind of pull them away from. I love to sleep. My girlfriend always says I'm really lazy, and I go, you've got to be kidding me. I have to stay awake all day in order to be able to sleep, for goodness sake. Some studies have looked at sort of um, people with insomnia, whether they have a shorter lifespan, and that kind of it's, it's kind of inconclusive at this point. Some studies show there is an increased risk of dying earlier. Some studies don't. So I might go and see a band, for example, and the guitarist might be off key, and I could say, you know what, if Slash had had a good eight hours sleep last night, this would be a better concert. I would put my money on that, yeah. The <laughs> night time's their time, right? Probably the worst people to try and tell to get proper sleep. Why don't we do it with IT workers next time? That would probably be a good idea. <laughs> I was walking down the street today and they've got posters out for the new David Bowie album, Black Star, and people have actually gone to the effort of writing messages on the posters, David Bowie's posters for the uh, upcoming album release, stuff like this one from Sabrina, Rest in Peace, David Bowie, and uh, on the same poster, this one from somebody else going, uh, thank you for the music and for the art as well, and you'll be missed. Something I didn't expect to find, and I've got a photo of that. Can we work that on our um, Rubber Room Facebook page? Yeah, okay. How was the David Bowie gathering that you've just run back from? Um, well, I'm a bit out of breath, Phil, but uh, yeah, incredible. There's a, a great cross-section of society there. Every kind of Bowie fan that you could imagine from every kind of era is represented there today. You said before, because there was a queue for people to get in, uh, and this was in a park, so what did they have it like? sectioned off and people had to go in through an entrance or something? The entrance to the festival village is sort of towards the back of the park. Right. Goes from the fountain all the way down towards the steps, right. all full of people. Right, okay. And did you manage to get in or did you just speak to some people in the queue? No, the queue was way too long to okay. get in. Uh, right. I got people in the queue. Gazzo, some new radio head for us, man. Well, yes, they have been working on new material, uh, Phil, and I tell you what, if you're in the mood for some brand new radio head, you can always have a listen to their recently rejected Bond theme for Spectre. Oh, yeah. Which the boys put out for free, and uh, they went, because they obviously went for the uh, Bond theme tune, but they didn't get it. Sam Smith obviously got it with his <sighs> tune, Riding on the Wall, but everyone reckons that Radiohead's song is way better. I like that. Duran Duran like it, and Daniel Craig liked it. The only one I didn't like it was Sam Smith. You know, there's nothing I love more than an eyewitness on your local news. These people, they must stand around just hoping that something can happen so that a news crew can come up and ask them a question and they can give you an eloquent and well-researched reply as to what they just saw. In Australia, yeah, okay, you don't get it as much. But in America, they got some fantastic people out there just waiting to be the eyewitness news reporter of the day. My friend came to the door, she said, well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby some breakfast. 
And she said, hey, something wrong is popping. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. <laughs> I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't going to be in no fire. Not today. See, I could just listen to her all day. Go to the Rubber Room Facebook page, I found something on the way to the gym today, and it was the David Bowie poster for the new album that's been put up. They're all over town. But people have actually decided to start leaving their own personal messages on there as well. And I thought, we'll take a photo of that and I'll get that on the Rubber Room Facebook page. Have a look at that. Go to the Rubber Room Facebook page, see the messages that people have left. And is this uh, just a one-off? Because something tells me it's not. Have you seen any more of these posters around town with Bowie's messages on them? If you've seen it, send us the photo of the Rubber Room Facebook page as well. So much grief, so much joy as well, a celebration of Bowie's life. There's so many festivals going on. In fact, Sammy X went to one only about half an hour ago where people were queuing up to pay their respects and have a bit of a Bowie sing-along. Michael. And Sheree. It's a really long queue. How long have you been queuing for? Uh, probably a half hour at least. It's been 45 minutes. <laughs> where were you when you heard the news? Uh, at home, actually. I got a text message from my wife at work. I didn't believe it at first. I was waiting for someone to say, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. Anything you're looking forward to tonight? Everyone just singing his tunes together in, in unison. That'll be great. What are your names? Lucy. Sally. Nikita. Favourite era of Bowie? Maybe the Aladdin Sane-esque era. That's probably the most iconic, I think. Like the Goblin King Labyrinth era. Hi folks, those of you that look under 25. I'm here with... Aladdin Sane. Where were you when you had the news? Uh, I was in a Jeroa in a little holiday apartment and I just looked at my Facebook feed and the, the news started coming through and then it just it was, it was sad, very sad. When you're my age, the very first music we heard as little kids was Bowie. And I remember dancing around to Changes, like seven or eight years old with my best buddy. We didn't really know what the words to Suffragette City were about, but we just hooned around and it was fantastic. Favourite era? Uh, the golden years. Aladdin Sane, Changes. It was the hair, it was the makeup, it was the transgender glam. It was, it, it, it worked. I heard a few years ago that he was recognised as the most influential rock artist of the 20th century, and that was half a dozen years ago. So people who know music know that he's quite incredible. Also the Andy Warhol aspect where he was producing uh, the Velvet Underground back in like the late 60s. He's a young man from England sort of doing the biggest things with the biggest ideas people of the time. It was um, extraordinary, extraordinary man. He gave people courage to do stuff. I was talking to Dave Mustaine from Megadeth uh, earlier on today. I wanted to know about his thoughts, not just Bowie, but also his thoughts on the passing of Lemmy from Motorhead as well. Um, it's tragic. I think a lot of people have spoken about him. So I, I don't want to pretend like we were best buddies or anything like that. Um, I think he was very kind and, and respectful to me. Yep. Um, I loved the time that I got to spend with him. I thought he was legendary myself, so... I mean, I've got, I've got stories and stuff like that, but it's nothing as good as hearing his son talk about him. Sure, of course. And the other day, David Bowie? That surprised the hell out of me, because, you know, I know Lemmy, and, and I know that he was um, ridden hard and put away wet pretty much his whole career. He liked to party and, and do crazy stuff. But um, Bowie, I didn't know anything about. You know, I met him once when I played Howard Stern's birthday party. I had no idea. It's funny, because right after... He died. There was a huge discussion on my Twitter feed about cannabis oil healing cancer. So that's like 
the thing going on in in uh, my little world right now. People are arguing on my Twitter feed about whether cancer can be cured with that stuff or not. Man, what an incredible and important musician he was, I think, anyway. Certainly the only glam artist that I ever liked. There you go. Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. The new Megadeth album, by the way, is going to be released January 22. It's called Dystopia, and I'll talk to Dave more about that next week at the Rubber Room at Triple M. So, you know, I don't know if you know this, you probably do, that I'm a creative competition ideas genius. In fact, a lot of people stop me in the street and they go, Ugly Phil, how do people, how do you come up with these brilliant ideas? How do people get involved in these brilliant radio ideas that you, you come up with? Where do they come from? And I go, ah, oh, it's just a little something-something that I do. So I don't know if you know, there was a thing called the Turducken that came out a few Christmases ago, and it was a combination of the turkey and the duck. Well, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but I didn't give you the pie cake and which is like a two-in-one shampoo. It's a pie and a cake together. So you can eat the pie and have your cake with it. Although some people said, I find the pie a bit too wet and the cake too dry. I've got a competition that involves you winning either one of these two brilliant CDs. Dead Letter Circus or Boy and Bear. Well, they're both good. And we've got Boy and Bear coming in to play live here in the rubber room as well. So it's time for the world-famous pie cake competition. Andy and Richard on the phone. What are you playing for, Andy? Boy and Bear. Nice. What about you, Richard? I was playing for the same thing. Whoa, there's only one going, so this is going to be really tough. <laughs> okay, so in the tradition of the pie and cake put together as one, I've put together a couple of band names, and you've got to tell me the names of the two bands. Yep, okay. okay. It's incredible, isn't it? Yep. Unbelievable. As people keep saying to me, how do you come up with this stuff, Bill? <laughs> How do you come up with this stuff, Bill? I smoke oh. a lot of... And please feel free to play along at home as well. Yell out your name when you know the answer. And here's your first one. It's Pie Caken for Aeroplay. Andy. Andy. Aerosmith and Coldplay. I'll take that. I would have taken Cold Chisel as well. One point to Andy. Question number nice two. One. Don't give him too much leeway here. <laughs> chisel Pepper. Andy. Oh, cold Chisel on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that's two nice. points to you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Foo Head! Andy! Yes, Andy. Foo Fighters. Radiohead. Do you need some Radiohead to get through this, Richard? Yes, mate. <laughs> it's game over. Not Play yet. Away. I'll still give you two more anyway. Van Varna. Richard. Andy. Richard, you got there. Van Morrison and Nirvana. You know what? I would have taken Van Halen as well, so I'm going to give that to you. Oh. There's only one more to go, so you can't win, but let's just play some more so we can make more fun of you. <laughs> Pink Jam. Richard. Yes, Richard. Pink Floyd and Pearl Jam. That's right. Unfortunately, you didn't get enough, but you're going to get the Consolation album, which is the Dead Letter Circus, because the one you've got, Andy's got. <laughs> Sorry, well done, man. Andy. Thanks, buddy, mate. <laughs> Good on you. Wow, there it is. And there it goes. I reckon that's going to win a uh, radio award, don't you? Yeah, without doubt. Oh, yeah. I can, I'm almost standing up and walking up to the uh, the podium now to receive the radio award for that. Gaza, we got something new here from Wolfmother. Gypsy in Stockdale. It yeah. just works, doesn't it? Just and 70s work. psychedelia. You've got everything covered. i got to tell you, I'm really glad that Andrew Stockdale's back. I've heard a couple of cuts from this victorious album. I'm pretty impressed. I think it's great. It's returned to form. Yeah, I like Andrew as well. A lot of people find him a little bit difficult to deal with because he's a little bit crazy. But... Oh, look, he's an artist, OK? Yeah, exactly. I never have an issue with him. I mean, you know, it takes you 10 minutes to, like, calm him down before you can have a conversation. But once you get going, off you go. Yeah, it's been nothing but totally lovely. There's no rock stars there in graces. Yeah, it's just, as you said, just 
a little bit of time warming up. But yeah. look, a lot of the time these musicians don't make sense with words. It's only when they make music that you kind of get it. And uh, Stockdale's one of those. Well, I find whenever Andrew comes in, if I've just got like a goat or something, I go, here, you know, eat the goat first, <laughs> get that out of the way, you know, and then howl, and then we'll do the interview. Well, it's funny you should say biting the head of a goat because they are going to be touring with Black Sabbath here in Australia on their upcoming Australian farewell tour. So Ozzy's in one corner with his bats and Stockdale in the other with a goat and it's going to be a great show. Right, no vegetarians at that gig. So Sammy X has got this idea. It's kind of like um, the band T-shirt Friday. And I don't know, the thing is, well, I guess we've left this run really late in order for this to happen on Friday, but we're going to throw it out there to get some feedback from you as to whether or not you think this is a good idea. Coming to work with the Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie, lightning bolt on your face. Yeah, how good would that be to see an office full of that on Friday? Well, you went along to this David Bowie tribute that was happening earlier on today. You took some photos. We'll get some of those photos up on the Rubber Room Facebook page. They all had the lightning flash, the David Bowie bolts through the top of the face. Yeah, a lot of them did. But there were also some um, Goblin Kings there as well. So there were all kinds of different people. I think we go with the lightning flash, which might not be the official name for it. But I think we should go with it. Yeah, we I make think it... it's a really iconic image. Yeah. Ziggy Friday. Ziggy Friday, man. Yeah. Ziggy Day. No, Ziggy. Vice Zig, Ziggy Day. I don't know. It's a work in progress. Hey, listen, one triple three five three. Let's put it out there because we don't want it to fail. We don't want it to be like our Facebook page. I think two people like it. Would you uh, Would you be able to do the Ziggy Stardust, the bolt of lightning on your face on Friday? And we'll get somebody here that can and do I'm, it. I'm prepared to do the makeup before I come in and walk around looking like that. I think it'd be great to see people walking around the streets like that. Yeah, but that's because you're a retention seeker. What? Sorry. Whoa. Hey? <laughs> so, okay, it wouldn't take much. It's like, what's the. Is it like purple and pink or something? Well, it's like pink, um, or it's kind of a pinky orangey shade, and there's a bit of blue on the side, and then some black. Right. One, triple, three, five, three. So, can you paint your face like Ziggy Stardust, like the lightning bolt through the face on Friday? So, uh, it's one of our last minute ideas again that we sort of want everybody to do, but we've only just thought of it like that, and we're just kind of hoping that you can be part of it. Uh, as a tribute to Bowie this week, on Friday, we have. Ziggy face Friday, right? So you get the Ziggy lightning bolt on your face and you get to work. I mean, we're probably going to need somebody here that can do it for us and get people around the office. I think if you can organise somebody to do the makeup here, people around the office would do it. Yeah, totally. But I think you'd have to you'd have to organise that initially, right? Okay, yeah, I could do that. All right, so at least we can take some photos. And if you get your face done for Ziggy face Friday, take a photo and give it to us on the Rubber Room Facebook page. Yeah, post it on the Rubber Room Facebook page. It'd look fantastic. You in on this, Matt? Uh, I like the idea. I'm hearing there's a butt here. There's no butt. I like the idea. There's no butt at all. I like the idea. It's a great idea. All I want to suggest is that if you got someone in to do it rather than people doing it themselves, because from my point of view, I wouldn't be able to do it very good for anyone, and I don't know anyone that could do it a very good job of it. Right. So, Maybe somebody can give us some tips on how to get Ziggy face then, because, you know, you don't want to do it with permanent marker, for Christ's sake. No, we have to get the face painting thing that kids use for face painting, whatever that. That's not a bad idea. Maybe somebody can help us out and how to do the Ziggy Face thing as well. An instructional video? David, are you in Ziggy Face Friday? Totally down. As, as I said, I need any improvement I can get. <laughs> that lightning bolt straight down the face. As That's I it. Take your attention away from anything else I've got going on. Make sure you take a photo of it so we can put it on the Rubber Room Facebook page as well. Yeah, yeah, cool as. Today is Tech Talk Wednesday. Because there's so much technical stuff going around. In fact, our tech man Trevor Long's just got back from a trade show in Las Vegas. 
couple of things I want to talk to you about, including this. It's the pillow gadget to help you stop sm- uh, to stop snoring. Listen, if you've got bruised ribs, and that may well be me, because your partner keeps jamming you in the ribs with the elbow because you're snoring, this is the thing for you. It's, uh, it's a sn- smart snoring pillow. So what it is, use your normal pillow, but you insert this into the pillow, and it's like a little airbag. And then on the on the bedside table is a little tiny gadget that's connected to it via Bluetooth. And it listen, and when it hears you snore, it just gently it's not an airbag that shoots you and wakes you up, it just gently raises, pumps still a little bit of air, and that moves your neck enough to open the airways and stop you snoring. But whenever you snore, it'll move your head. So you'll never get jabbed in the ribs. If only there was something to stop me doing the Dutch oven with the missus, that'd be great for <laughs> our relationship as well. There'd be a sensor for that, though, I'm sure. A little red light goes off. Hey, speaking of sensors, the sensor for your fridge that helps you check if you need anything in the fridge, you just check it up on the smartphone. Is it like a camera or something? Well, there are two things. They've got a camera that every time you shut the fridge, it takes a photo. So that if you're at the shops and you go, hey, honey, do we need milk? She goes, well, you were meant to check. You say, hang on a minute. You open the app and it shows you a picture of the fridge the last time it was closed. <laughs> now, if that's not enough for you, they've got a sensor. Now, imagine a drink poster. Imagine that, but it's a high-tech one. You, whatever you put on it, you, you tell it. So you say, this is Vegemite, and this one's margarine, and this one's milk. And you open the app, and it tells you whether those items are 100% full or 50% there, because it can tell from the weight and so you can be anywhere in the world but certainly up the road at the shops and you can actually work out whether you need whatever product it is that you sat on those sensors. I'd like to see one that's actually got a camera in there as well, as well so you could show people the fact you've got a human head in your fridge. <laughs> the other one I like, the love handle. I only like this because it's simplistic. It could be made back when the mobile phone was first made. Or am I reading it wrong? An elastic strap that you stick on your hand to keep your phone held now, tight? don't jump to conclusions here, Phil. But right. Mate, I have my finger through my love handle right now. Yeah. I'm talking to you on an on iPhone 6, the big one, the Plus. Same as me. And, you know, this thing can slip out of your hand. Yep. The love handle is an $8 item in the States. I reckon it'll come here for about $11. Sticks on the back of your phone with that 3M sticky double tape. Yep. And then it's just a little bit of metal with a little bit of elastic, and your finger sits through that. And so whenever you're texting, holding the phone, whatever it is, your phone's secure. Your one-handed operation of the phone, I'm telling you, it's yep. going to stop people dropping their phone. Wow, it's incredible. I've got one here too as well. Didn't get it in Las Vegas, but it's called an elastic band. <laughs> spoiled it. Buy one and you know people will yeah, You hear it Do you want to mention your podcast? Yep, Your Tech Life is the name of the podcast You can find it all on the website EFTM Thanks, got to talk to you Trevor Long there, our tech expert You may find this a bit disturbing He held me Go! The Rubber Room